Hello, we're back on the Faith Podcast. Me, Kenny, with Jake. What's up, guys? All right. What? Well, I mean, I, yeah, it's been since August 16th, I believe. We're back, and we're, if you um, haven't seen the past, what, since February, man, this, we have this podcast for like five months at this point. Um, But yeah. We've been doing Job ever since, and now we're going to step out of that category. Not really, but we're going to actually start doing lessons and stuff. And this episode, we will be doing... uh, Well, I didn't really come up with this idea, so I feel like it's fair for Jake to kind of talk about it. Yeah, so today, um, the topic topic of today is... um, Depression. Now, in Job, uh, which, uh, which, if you want to go check all those episodes out, you're welcome to. If not, well, then you can look at Job yourself. But in Job, one of the th- one of the many things that Job faced was depression. And in today's world. Today, what's all the madness, crazy things going on uh, right now? Um, a lot of people are um, feeling anxiety, depression, uh, like and going through like all these worries and doubts and all that. And so, me and Kenny, uh, we kind of wanted to go more in depth. Um, and touch more into um, depression, what it is, or not, not, well, not really what it is, but, like, biblically, like, biblical things and, like, an idea that um, was created by um, um, Tony Evans. Yeah. Called... Who controls your thoughts? Yeah, Tony Evans. Huge name, if you haven't heard him. Check out some of his sermons, like, what, second biggest pastor in America? I don't know. Yeah. Um, I've seen some of his sermons, and they're good. I, yeah. I really like him. He's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a good um, pastor and, like, minister. I like, like, I like the way he does his sermons. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. Well... I believe he did bring some people like what Kurt Franklin to Limelight, so huge, huge um, pastor, and I, it's amazing doing this whole thing. Yeah, and so today, um, so it, in my Bible app, there are plans, and this plan or this like it's supposed to be daily. Um, but I was thinking instead of doing it day, instead of doing it, it like a daily personal plan, why not try to like, um, use this as, or it's like, like stretch this out into a weekly, um, thing, which it was, it's not the original intention of the plan, but I feel like we can turn this into a mini series and go more like use use this to, uh for the next three weeks um 
and go through this and um and it's like me me and Kenny have talked about uh through throughout doing job we've talked about depression on here many times numerous times and we've talked about how um, one of the things about depression, I really haven't, um, I really ha- haven't felt it severely. So I'm not going to come on here and act like I have, because I haven't. I'm blessed that I haven't. Um, I haven't been through deep uh, chronic depression or anxiety, or it hasn't really gotten to me seriously, which I, I am, again, blessed and thankful that it hasn't. Um, but I have felt sadness. I have had my dark days. I know they're not the same, but I have felt that, and I couldn't imagine feeling that. But Kenny himself has talked about it. Not you haven't gotten into that, but you've even discussed like your own like dealings with it and struggles with it. Yeah. Um. Definitely, you'll hear more about that on this future testimony episodes, but. Yeah, we have, and this is, it does, it doesn't mean it won't say fit as well, but this is important, and um, the whole, as you may know, the Daphne suicide, a possible suicide, most likely, that happened this week, this isn't to like, you know, because I know people are going to say, what are we trying to say, but if you are dealing with any depressions or suicide um, thoughts, this is huge for you. And even if you're not, at, at least most people in their lifetimes will at least do it at once, whether it's later in your life or early. Uh, so this is a very important lesson that we're going to do in the next two, um, three weeks, well, I guess, counting this week, two weeks in the future. But yeah. Yeah, and uh, this, um, and so this, uh, so getting into um, who controls your thoughts, Uh, Pastor Pastor Tony Evans wrote this plan, he wrote, I believe he wrote this devotion, and like, and these, and uses, and used these verses um, for it. So, um, and it's, and well, like, it's interesting, it's, I thought that there's a perfect one to start with, because it's like, if, like, the control of thought, you know, like, like, the devil getting into your head, and, like, messing with your mind, or blocking that, and, letting like God in and having God like possess your thoughts, you know? Exactly. And so, um, I have the, I have the devotional plan, uh, in, I have it in screenshots and I have the verses being used in screenshots for Kenny to follow along with. Um, since, uh, I'm the only one here who has the app, which is why I'm kind of leading this thing. Um, but before we get, before we jump right into it, um, 
Let us begin in prayer. Yeah. All right. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this day, for um, all the blessings and um, mercy and grace that you put into our lives. Um, I know... I know, Lord, that a lot of us, your grace, your mercy, everything, we don't deserve it. We are, we are sinful, sinful people, and we, we don't deserve all, everything that you give us every single day, but you do it out of your character and out of your love, and, we, and I just want to say thank you. Um, Lord, for blessing us with that every single day. Um, and as we go into this, um, whatever whatever we get out of, out of this or learn from this, that it's because that's what you wanted us to learn. Or it's your will. Um, I always stress this. It's your will being done, Lord, not ours. Um, and whatever. And yeah, whatever we get out of this, it's for you. It's not for us. Amen. Amen. All right. So starting off with, um, starting off with who controls your thoughts. Um, oh, by the way, um, be, I just wanted, I just wanted to, like, kind of a preface of this, or like a forward from a like. When you look at the preface or the forward in a book, like that's usually what you read before you start the book. Sometimes people just skip over it, but um, that little like that little part that I wanted to like say or like that probably would be included or not, not probably would be anyway. Um, this is a whole new thing that we're trying to do. We're trying to do series here. Um, so I just wanted to say that this will not be perfect. This will not be like exactly on point. This is not going to be, um, we're not going to do this with ease or like, or anything like that because we're jumping into a new thing that we've never tried before. So it's going to be choppy, but if you like, if you go along with us and you give us patience and, or pray that we can do this then at, um, as we go along and as we get more comfortable with doing these, it will be a lot more smooth sailings and we know what to expect as we go forward. Yes, we will. That's Yeah, that's the whole goal about the break. Wanted to come back more smooth and yeah, we're in the process of learning how to do this whole podcast thing. So... Um, it's interesting um this is a small like like cliff note or whatever but or like side note but it's like it's interesting you just finished like we just finished joe like that was our whole plan and now that we've that we've we've finished with that that's done um it's like where do we go from here All right. 
but um, so uh, as I said before, there's a devotional and a couple of verses to go with this first week or this first part, um, or section, whatever. Um, and I will, uh, I will now send the uh, devotional to Kenny to follow along with. So wait, sorry, what? Oh, read the what? I'm I'm sending I'm sending you the devotional. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I tried to like break it up in because it's a long devotional, so I tried to like clip it up into perfect sections. I feel like I did that. All right. But um. All right. Have they all sent? All right. So. All right. You want me to start it off? Um. We can uh, we can do like maybe like we can popcorn read like switch off paragraphs. We can just yeah yeah okay. Either one, it, it like. All right, so all right, let me start. God looks at your future while the enemy tries to keep you in the past. God says you can, in spite of what you've been done. The enemy says you can't because of what you have done. God will never define you by your past issues, but this enemy will try to confine you by them. Whether it is the good, bad, or ugly that dominates your life up until now, it is Satan's goal to keep you chained here. Never let your yesterday keep you from tomorrow. Learn from yesterday, but don't live in it. Your victory comes through the learning and the applying that you have learned. Becoming who God wants you to be starts with your thoughts. Right. Always remember that Satan's number one strategy is to plant unhealthy thoughts in your mind, repeating them over and over until they start to think. They're your own thoughts. When are your own thoughts? When Satan fooled Eve, she would be like God if she ate of the fruit. Whose thought was that? That thought came straight from Satan himself. In fact, he had the same thought before as we read Isaiah 1414, I will make myself like the most high. It was Satan's thought, but he planned it in Eve's mind. So be mindful of the devil. Don't let him have free reign in your mind. Who are you going to listen to? I love that. I love that question. That like leave off question. Yeah, I mean, if you didn't tell me Tony ever made this, I would have known. <laughs> like, this, that was amazing. So, 
Wait, that's really the end of it? I know we're going to talk about it, but is that like the end of the first part? That's the devotional. It has some verses to go with it to go I further. I was say, I've yes. done, uh, you know, uh, one of those things before. It was not that short, so. Yeah, it, it, it has some verses to go along with it, but this is just the devotional section. It's like something to get your like mind like work working and start in this like mindset or like everyone's done daily devotionals before. So it's like it's a it's a little piece of that. But yeah. So plus um we do encourage you all have in the app store, the Bible app. Isn't it literally just Bible or the Bible app? What is it? Um it is I believe it's. Um... Yeah, you could just look up Bible. It's the first thing that comes up. Yeah. Probably. So yeah. definitely most popular one. Get that app and look up um what what is this called? Um, who controls your thoughts? Yeah, look up that, and you can have one of these devotionals, which we're basically doing right now with your family or friends or whatever. And you can go ahead of us. I mean, do whatever you want on that app. But this is what we're going to do over the next few weeks. So encourage you on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And apparently, um, uh, my Bible, my Bible app needed to be updated. <laughs> I had no All idea. Times, wow. It's, it's okay. It was it was a quick update, but um, yeah. Uh, so not so. I like so. It's like I think the best thing for since the devotional is not very long, we can kind of break down and look into the devotional and like, uh, like maybe like paragraph by paragraph or whatever. Like look at to an in like more in depth like look into each of them after the um, read through, but um, it starts off with uh, God looks at your future while the enemy tries to keep you in your past, and that's a great way to start. It is. Even from the start. It's like, um, it's like, it, um, the, like, it's always like, um, it always seems like, um, when you're like, you're doing like the most, like, the, the best way that I can kind of like, relate to this is imagine you're like you're sleeping in your bed or you're about to go to bed and you're about like you had a long day you're tired you just want to sleep and you're about to go to sleep and then and then like um you're like like uh, like one of the like one of your worst moments in like second grade pops into your head. <laughs> like, and it's, and it's like, it's like, why? Of all, like, of, first of all, of all things, why that? And why now? 
when I'm about to sleep, I'm about to rest, I'm about to like move on to the next day. A th- like what happened, something that happened to me in second grade is like just pops into your head. <laughs> Yo, okay. I this is perfect because like I I have a lot to say on my testimony whenever we say it, so I'm not gonna spoil that, but I like there's so many nights or days where I'll just think about this in the middle of the night and it brings me back to that moment. But um I I really do love how he put that and definitely how you how you basically gave that example. That was perfect. But but it's like God what God wants you to do in that moment is rest. He wants you to sleep. He wants you to like like he just he wants you to like sleep and like just kind of like chill and he just wants you at ease. He wants you calm, rested, whatever. And then the devil is like, "Hey, remember this memory right here? <laughs> remember when this happened?" It's like, "Ah, oh, no, not that." <laughs> But it's it's it like it's it's so true that like you can like I love that analogy because it's like God God wants God wants you to look forward. The devil wants you to look backwards. He wants to look he wants you to look back on all your mistakes, all the bad things that you've done, all like all your past like regrets, if you have any. Um and God is like, like God is like, don't focus on that. Like, don't like, you don't need to worry about that. You don't need to like stress yourself about that. It happened. It's in the past. Look, look towards the future. Look towards here. Like this, this is what I want you to focus on. Not that. Exactly. And it's very hard for me. Um, so. Oh, a thing that I told Jake a while back, which it's not like he didn't know this or anything. I just told him because after um, a relationship I've been through, um, a long one, a year long one, I believe. And after this, I told Jake something I've learned from this is you can never give anyone so much power that they live in your head to the point where you can't make yourself happy. Like, you can't be happy. Like, if someone else controls your thoughts like that, once you get above that level, then so much stress goes out the window. It's a hard place to reach. And I have a lot to uh, impact about that in the eventual weeks to come. But yeah, and me and Kenny, we've talked about overthinking. Exactly. We've, we've had many discussions about overthinking before. And overthink, I'm an overthinker. And so, like, you're you're too right we're both overthinkers yeah so in our conversation about overthinking it's a curse but a blessing at the same time it's it's a blessing because you can you think things through you rationalize everything you actually like like brainstorm and like like if i'm gonna make a decision i want to look at all the variables before i make the then make it at the same time it's a curse because you think about things you don't want to think about 
right there. You're 100% right. And overthinking. Uh, that has some of my best and worst memories in the past. So, and that. Yeah. And so, to move back down this little section, God says you you can, in spite of what you you have, um, you can, in spite of what has been done. The enemy says you can't because of what you have done. God will never define you by your past issues, but the enemy will try to confine you by them. Whether it is a good, bad, whether it is the good, bad, or ugly that dominates your, li- your life until now, it is Satan's goal to keep you chained there. And this, this, this just goes even deeper into what, like, um, what we've been talking about. God doesn't want you like all your sins, all the bad things that you've done, your your um, bad relationships, bad friendships, whatever. God like like whatever like like mental struggles, whatever the whatever the your um, whatever your your demons are. God doesn't want you to focus on that demon. He wants you to slay that demon and keep moving forward. But the devil always wants to creep into your head and be like, oh, God will never love you because you did this. Like, you really think the, that that person is going to love you because of this, what you did? No, that's no, you, you can't go to heaven for that. He won't he won't forgive you for that. Right on. He like I know so many people. If I were just like they rethink their whole life like before they were a Christian, things that they did. Oh, I was a part of a gang and a lot of people um, who aren't even Christian, this is um, this goes around with it. They do something horrible. They know it. And then they're like, I'm going to hell anyway. So what's even the point of me becoming a Christian? Even things like that. So with this whole thinking back on situations that, like, I can't get past a situation and the more and more you let the devil control you in that certain area, it's like carrying something on your back for years and years, carrying a wheelbarrow, like for years and you won't just let it go. And it's a hard thing to let go, but God do God is the only way you can. Um, trust me. There's many regrets I have in my past that, do creep up on me at times. And I got to make sure that I, I can only, life is literally like, a. it's like you're driving a car. Life is the car. You can't look behind you uh, or you'll crash. You have to look right in front of you and where you're going. And if you don't, you're going to, like I said, you're going to crash and, 
you're going to be stuck there. You're not going to get any farther if you keep dwelling on the past constantly. That become your past becomes your future if you do that. Yeah, um, I know that this has happened many times, but I gotta go get food, <laughs> ah. and I'm, I'll be I'll be like I will try to be like flash lightning fast. Wait, what food? What food? Uh, Wendy's. All right, there. All right. Yeah. I don't want it to get cold, but I'll be so. I'll be very quick. Hey, I wonder if he's going to pray for us here. <laughs> wonder if he, wonder if he's going to pray for that food, though. Um, but yeah, man, this is a powerful lesson. I'll be, I guess it's like a little pause area. Go get your drinks, get your food, whatever you're watching it. I think he's already back. I don't know. But um, I am enjoying this stuff. I'm very much enjoying this. It's not the whole Job stuff was fun, but it felt like we were forced to do something, and our creative minds were being squished into a cage. Um, if we did do a different lesson and incorporated the verses into it, that would be easy. But we didn't read all the verses. If we knew the verses, it would have been way easier. So, yeah. All right. All right, I'm back. All right, what you get? I got uh, the uh, I got large fry, large root beer, and uh, um, son of baconator. It's the baconator mini. All right. Well, as as we've mentioned. Many times before, when we do this podcast, this is this most of the time we're eating during these. <laughs> yes, I, I literally got to bring snacks now, but yeah. So it's like, hey, if it's if it's late enough, th- this is our this is our dinner time, and that's cool. Hey, like I know many people who podcast who eat during their podcast, so we're not the Yo. only ones. So we're we're streaming this during the AEW All Out event. We're not going to talk about that on this podcast, but I literally, um, when I whenever you're watching a live stream of people reacting to this stuff, they're eating. So we gotta do this during podcast. Yeah, yeah. People do like live streams and watch alongs and eat. Yeah. Whenever they just uh, WWE the WWE's playback just started. Um, uh, WWE's playback. Oh god! They got sponsored by Thigh Stop, so now they yeah. eat Thigh Stop while they do the, the WWE playbacks on the WWE YouTube channel, and it's like that's that's amazing. That's what this podcast needs. And by the way, Team Boneless. Oh, Boneless all the way! Like, like why why complicate? your food by having to eat around a bone when you can just pop it in your mouth. Exactly. It's quicker and it, it's just easier. I mean, the same people probably like bone in their fish, like, which can kill you by the way, if you, but whatever. Um, the only reason I or, guess I'm kind of going off subject right now is because I told the people they can go get something to eat while you were getting something to eat. So, oh, well, yeah. That's perfect. Well, well, 
Well, lucky for them, they can pause this. We can't. Uh, should, yeah, I just thought of that right now. Like, when we, <laughs> they won't know when to pause. Like, I they hope they're back. Wait. They can just pause and be like, oh, okay, I'm going to just pause this. And then it's like, wait, we're live. They're not. Yeah, exactly. And uh, hopefully, hopefully they're back by now, though. <laughs> or. If, if if you actually waited and went to get food at this time without pausing your your the the um without pausing the podcast and actually went to go get food and you're back at this time, bless you. <laughs> yep. Those those I'm not gonna say if I'm I'm not gonna say like those are the true fans, but it's like, just bless you. Cause yeah. <laughs> that is, cause that is amazing. Um, but jumping back in, um, also love your car analogy. That is perfect. I exactly. I, I 100% agree. Yeah. Um, um but moving- like- Oh, I forgot where I was going before this. Um, all right. Well, let's continue where we were. Where were we at? Okay, we're on to the next uh, paragraph, which says, never let your yesterday keep you from your t- tomorrow. Learn from yesterday, but don't live in it. Your victory comes through learning, and when then comes through learning, and then applying what you've learned. Be- becoming... Becoming who God wants you to be starts with your thoughts. Amen. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can't freaking, like, you, you can't tell somebody about God while in your mind you're thinking about pornography. Mm-hmm. That's that's just an example. Um, your thoughts have to be, um, your thoughts are probably one of the most important parts because to control your thoughts is very difficult. If you if you let your thoughts control you, you're in a dangerous position. Oh, well, she is. I like the first part. Never let your yesterday keep you from your tomorrow. Learn from your yesterday, but don't live in it. It's like, um, you know, those like, like all those, all those like cliche sayings, like, um, uh, like tomorrow's a new day. So like, don't worry about yesterday, focus on, on that or Um, or it's like, uh, yeah, uh, yesterday's history, uh, tomorrow's a mystery, but, uh, and like yesterday's history, uh, tomorrow's a mystery and, and, um, the pre the present is a gift. That's why it's called the present. Like just all those like cliche things, but that those remind me of this. Because 
never letting your yesterday keep you from your tomorrow. If you're, if you're about what you did yesterday, the entire day, you've wasted your tomorrow. You're 100% right. You, as cliche as that is, you could get a lot from these. Like, as cliche as the, um, you know, the wording of, you know, today's a mystery, all that, well, tomorrow's a mystery, all that stuff. Yeah. It is true. And just like, you know, the whole never give up thing, the older you get, the more you realize how important that thing is. So. Yeah. And it's, and it's, uh, your, your past. Um, um, I quote, I quote Lion King when I say this, but it's, it's funny how much like things like connect, but I quote Lion King when I say this, but when Rafiki tells Simba, yes, yes, the past can hurt, but you can either learn from it. Or run from it, and like when he, like when he like takes his like little like walking stick and bonks him over the head, and then he tries to do it a second time to Simba, and he, and he like jumps over or like ducks it. It's like, see, you learned. <laughs> but okay, like, yeah, look at that. Stuff nowadays don't teach you anything. <laughs> yeah, that's like. You can learn from it, but you can't dwell on the past, but you can learn, like, you can learn the lessons and learning the lessons and applying them to your life. Um, like for me, example, I've, I don't know, I'm sure I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but if I haven't, this is the first time I've been catfished before. Ooh, yeah. And that, this is a perfect thing. Uh, to bring up at this point, because if I dwelled on what happened and just like like dwelled on it and like complained about it and like it's all you got you KPTJ all you ever heard from me like it's like one of at least one of you or you probably you especially would be like dude stop it happened. It's in the past. Get over it. You know? Exactly. So if I let that bother me the entire time, I would like I I would be a mess. I wouldn't be who I pro I wouldn't be who I am today because that what happened con- would consume my life. But instead, now I'm more I'm I'm wary of who I trust on the internet. And I don't, everyone who I meet, I don't trust it easily. I learned. That is a very important thing. Yeah. Like 100% um, right with the whole 
um, you know, if you talked about this, and this this um is the thing that you know we're we're we gave that as an example. If he talked about that catfish thing and how it hurt him and whatever in life, something that I have learned in the last three years because I've learned a lot in the last three years. Uh, after a heartbreak or after a huge event in life, most people in their lives will get heartbroken or hurt or whatever um, in the first 20 years of their lives. After the first event or thing that, you know, impacts you mentally, whatever trauma it is and whatever, you have the choice whether to keep fighting and stay in the battle or let it consume you, continue talking about it, make it ex- make your trauma an excuse to not become whatever you want to be in life or whatever you want to do in life. And I know many, I have friends, like I'm not going to name names or anything, but I do have some friends out there that are lazy and won't, like, that's all they bring up, their traumas. They won't talk about their futures. They won't, they don't think they have a future. They don't think they have it in them. Whatever trauma had, they make an excuse, all the confidence, everything. They let their mindset overcome their future. And if you're that bad into this, you really do need to be listening to this podcast. Yeah, I um one of my one of my like not mentors but one of my uh someone in high school told me um someone someone I worked close uh close with um for anyone who's ever been in like resource or like like homework help classes that was me in high school I like I struggled with homework so much I even needed an extra class to help me work on homework and that's if you're if that's you totally fine like I, I went through that and if you struggle with homework welcome to the club but one of one of my uh resource people told me are you gonna they're like are you gonna make stairs or make a or or make a ceiling. Are you gonna can Are you gonna continue to go up, or are you gonna put a ceiling on your own potential? I love that quote. A lot. And it's and it's like, especially the ceiling part. It's like. And then the last thing was only you can put a ceiling on yourself. No one else can do that for you. Only you. And after that, I was like, wow. Only you. Yeah. Only you can put a ceiling on you. No one else. Exactly. No trauma. Nobody from the past. No ex. No ex-wife. No ex-girlfriend. No death in the past. Nothing. So... I 100% agree. All right. Going on to the 
to the next section. This is a longer section, so we're going to really have to not limit how much we break down, but really, like, eh, we can either, like, we can just pick what, what we find most, like, impactful about this, but all of it's impactful, so hard choices. <laughs> yeah, we have 16 minutes, so well, we don't have 16 minutes exactly, but, um, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, anyway. Um, always remember that Satan's number one strategy is to plant unhealthy thoughts in your mind, repeating them over and over until you start think start to think they are your own thoughts. When Satan told Eve she would be like God if she ate the fruit, whose thought was it? That thought came straight from Satan himself. In fact, he had thought the same thought before as as we read Isaiah 44, 14, 14. I will make myself the most high. It was Satan's thought, but he planted it in Eve's mind. And I feel like this is the part where who controls your thoughts starts. This part right here. Who, when you're like when you're thinking, you're when you're in your head. Who are they? Your thoughts? Those thoughts, or are they God's thoughts? That's a hard one that a lot of Christians have to deal with out in the past. Um, a while back, before I was well. I was a Christian, but um, I was struggling at the time, I'd say. Well, I, I guess I, I was new to it. I wasn't really new, but, like, I was starting to learn more and more. I always wondered what people mean when they said, if this is the way God will show me, God will tell me. I, I just didn't understand how God could communicate with you and, like, is he going to tell you? How is he going to tell you? Is he going to give you signs? And how will you know these signs are not um, just natural signs or this is God's, you know, telling you something? And then I, I, I struggle thinking, I struggle with thinking, is this what I want or what God wants? And usually what you want is what the devil wants you to think. And I struggle with that, especially uh, the more and more I got up there. And let me just say, God will show you. God will. Once you become a Christian, God already paved your path. Your path has been paved. And all you have to do is keep walking. And that's all you have to do. So... Yeah, the thought thing, whether it's the devil's or yours or God's, that is a tough one as yeah. a beginner person. And it's like, it's, it's almost like when like when you become a Christian, it's like, okay, when you have a thought, is it like, is this me talking? Did I come up with this thought? Did, did the devil plant this thought? Or is this like, what I'm thinking right now is just what God wants me to think. It's like, 
you know the the like every single TV movie whatever has done this with the conscience, like God on one shoulder, the devil on the other. Mm-hmm. I always like I always thought whenever I I start thinking whenever I whenever I see those two, like the the good conscience, like do good is on one shoulder. The devil's talking in the other, talking to you in the other ear. I was think, I was always thinking, man. Both of them must be fighting so dang loud that you can't even hear your own thought. <laughs> uh huh, and that's something that my see, I I talk about good and bad events for my. Christian Academy, um, my Christian Academy of things of um, my basically my experience at that academy. So, one thing that we had every morning is devotions, and my principal, all that's something my principal when she would preach. That's some a lot of the time. A quote she used to always bring in how realistic that is in real life. Like, with the devil on one shoulder and God on the other. And this definitely goes with the heart once with the heart once. But, um... God wants what you need. So, like... Usually, in my mind, as an early Christian, um, at least, you know, going up the ranks, I, um... Not like this race, but like you know, uh, learning more and more. So I would know what's good for me and what's smart, but I would really, really hope that God doesn't want me to do this because I really don't want to do it. That always wouldn't work out, and I learned that I have to do what God wants me to do. Like, there's really no choice. God, it's like. In, in this world, it's like we try to sugarcoat things. It's literally like God himself is telling us, do this. And we're like, well, I don't I don't know. I don't want to do this. So many people in the Bible has done that. They got their comeuppance. So many stories in their Bible. Mm-hmm. It's um, from the smallest example I can, I can think of. When you're a kid... You're a kid, and you haven't eaten dinner yet. There's a pile of cookies. On, uh, there's there's a pile of cookies. Your mom says, "No cookies till dinner." There's something in your in your head saying, "You want that cookie? Go ahead, go take it. You can have that cookie. Who cares what your mom says? Take that cookie. That's the devil." In the smallest form, that's the devil. Man, I was a huge sinner as a kid. Now, so, yeah, as you grow older, lying. You can lie to that person. You know what? I mean, what's worse? Make it seem like it's not that bad. So you do it like easier. Like it's like, 
you know, if you lie to this person, it will actually help them. Because you, you don't want to see this person hurt or you don't want to make them upset or cry or anything by, te- by telling them the truth. So just tell a white lie. Just, just tell a lie. It, it, it's not that bad. The truth is better. And that's where you got to kick saying out and be like, you know what? The truth will hurt, but at least they'll respect that I told, but at least they'll respect that I was on. It's that line. Exactly. If your woman out there, your man out there, and you buy something from the store, I remember, I remember this from my principal in the debate in my school about this. There's a principal or whatever, and you get a questionable dress of when I think principal. Basically, this is what principal used to say: uh, never, basically, try never put a, a person in a situation where they're going to hurt your feelings. And like, don't buy a questionable shirt and then ask somebody. So, what do you think? Like. Because that puts you in a situation... Hello. Alright, there we go. Alright, so never never buy something like a questionable shirt. This is an example. And then ask somebody, what do you think? Because in that situation, they can either say they don't like it, and if they say they don't like it, don't get offended by that. You're the one that asked the question. Their opinion really shouldn't matter in this situation. Unless you really want their um, honest opinion. and But, like, what basically what I'm trying to say, if you like it, then why should you get another person's opinion on it if, you know. Matter, yeah. Exactly. But my, my uh, I started, um, Kenny knows this. I haven't said this on podcast yet, but I started uh, seminary school classes to try to become a pastor. Um, it, I'm doing my homework currently, but anyway, that's besides the point. Um, my past, my teacher, which is a pastor, he, he told me, he, he told me a quote from someone. It was from someone else. I can't remember who said the quote, but he said, never allow the, never allow the temptation of sin and the opportunity of sin to ever cross paths. So, the best example that I can like, um, I can use for this is, or, um, this is actually a story that my pastor told me as an example. He knew a friend of his who struggled with alcohol uh, really bad. And from his house to work, there's a liquor store in between. (laughs) And so he would go to work, come home, go to work, like keep taking that route. Have a, he has, he had a bad day, go to the liquor store, come home, like get that beer or get that alcohol or whatever. Um, So it's like, you see the temptation of sin and the opportunity. 
he had the opportunity to sin. So the temptation, like, was, like, the temptation to sin and the opportunity to, like, present itself. So uh, my, my, my teacher told me, take a different route. Don't go past that liquor store. Find another way home. You never let. So it's like I, I like that lying thing. Like it's like if you bad shirt or questionable shirt, and you, you ask, ask a friend, "What do you think?" That's opening up the opportunity to to lie. <laughs> uh huh. You're that's a that was a good one, and I was going to um bring like um talk about the seminary school at the end of this, so like it'd be a surprise. But now it's even more perfect because you actually brought the lesson that you learned into the lesson. That is yeah. <laughs> well, it it fit so. Yeah, that did fit. <laughs> I had, yeah. I had to, but. Yeah. Um, well, I didn't know. It, I didn't know you were. It was a surprise that you were planning. But yep, I'm in seminary school now. Learning lessons to become a pastor, or I'm in pastoral ministry class. So learning, to, learning uh, some stuff on how, like, on my way to become a pastor. But or that's the goal, and it's finally I've finally taken my first step, which is huge. Yep. What like? Oh, I. So like, I thought you for like got to bring it up. So that's why that's the whole reason. But yeah, this man, this lesson is very, very fun because it's not like our creativity is in a box anymore. Which I talked about during the break a little bit. How not like you know we're forced to do the whole job stuff, but it. Um. It was hard to put stories in different situations in these in the Job situation. Yeah, the the thing is, Job, as great as it was, you kind we kind of had to just break it down and then like Fine. give our our takes on the message, and then that's all we could really do. This we can just talk, we can just share stories, we can whatever comes to our mind, we can we can say and we can just conversate and have fun. Exactly. I agree. All right. So, but as it goes towards as um as it goes towards the end, um, Satan planted the thought of Eve eating the fruit into her head. That Eve, Eve is like. Yeah, we should eat this fruit. But you wouldn't have thought of that if Satan didn't put the thought in her head. Mm-hmm. So, 
what um so are we like do we have to go yeah the the two verses are quick but all right i that's that's kind of what i wanted to do with this the devotional is the main part and then the verses add to the devotional that's how i'm looking at this so if we go our main thing is the devotional then uh, we we cite some scripture to to go along with the devotional and kind of adds to it. Because the devotional is where you're going to mainly learn a lot of the lesson. So also yes, the scripture, but the scripture is backing up the the devotional. So you see, yeah. Um. So the last two parts, uh, and then we'll get on to get into the script, the scripture. But um, so be mindful of the devil. Don't let him have free reign in your mind. Who are you going to listen to? Who are you going to listen to? It's as simple as that. Who are you going to listen to? Question of the week. I hope there's more questions at the end with the other ones because Tony Evans writes a great devotional. Always. Um, right there. If you don't let, I think the main takeaway at this is if you don't let the devil have any say in your thoughts or you block him out and only listen to God, you're going to be okay. Though, obviously, it's hard. At times to to block out the devil, but anyone can do it. Anyone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I really do hope more questions are um given down the line. Um, we're at 62 minutes, which is good. Um, here's the first, uh, here's the first verse. I'm sending it to you. All right. And it comes from first, first Peter five, eight, which says stay alert, watch out for, watch out for your great enemy. The devil, he prowls, he prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. I've heard that so many times and it is like... It's, it's quoted so many times, I know. 
Oh my gosh. It feels like I heard part, like not, I didn't hear this verse of Chris, but it feels like I heard something similar in that whole Job thing. Like, oh my gosh. I know, but. The comparisons uh, to the lion in the Bible. <laughs> but it's like, stay alert. Watch out. I like that. I'd like it too. And. That is true. Temple never finished lurking. Um, first Peter, um, this is, um, obviously this is a, this is a a letter from Peter, um, an apostle, um, Writing to God's chosen people who are living in as foreigners in uh, many providences, it as it it says, op- opening up First Peter, and this specific uh, verse or this section, specific section, um, is talking about advice for young men and elders. This, that specific part in the letter, talking about advice for young men and elders. Um, a couple of verses before it, it says, So humble yourself under the mighty power of God, and at all times he will lift you up in honor. Give all your worries and cares to God, for he cares about you. Stay alert. Watch out for your great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion looking for something to to devour, stand firm against him, and be strong in your faith. Remember that your family of believers all over the world are going through the same kind of suffering you are. Oh, which one was that? That was that was uh, that was writings from Peter in First Peter. All right. Or that was a letter from Peter to like some um, uh, provinces and in different locations. But uh, Peter sent out letters to these places, um, giving advice and talking about this kind of things. But he was telling the the young men and elders of those places this message. Which... Peter, love you, dude. Peter's a Peter's a great apostle to to learn from and and learn the writings of. Legendary. Um, it's funny in Matthew, um, they're talking about like Jesus and Peter are talking like. Peter is, um, and Matthew, they're like, they're fishing. It's like a story about fishing. And um, Peter starts to walk on water. And when, and then when Peter starts to doubt, he like kind of stumbles and falls and starts sinking. And right before he completely goes under the water, Jesus catches him. 
and he says, you of you of little faith, why do you doubt? I was watching a ser- I was watching a sermon on this, and the pastor says, "You of when he's and he he was talking about you of little faith." He's like, he said that to Peter. Of <laughs> uh, one little faith, wow! You of little faith, he. he Jesus said that to Peter. <laughs> you have a little faith, why you doubt? And uh the this and he's like um the pastor was saying he's he was like he said that to Peter. man if that's a little faith I'm doomed. We're all doomed. <laughs> yeah. He doubted Jesus. Or he doubted the ability of him being able to walk on water, and then he began to say, um, and he had doubts. He had doubts, so he started to sink, and the, so Jesus had to catch him. You have little faith. Why do you doubt? And the funny, th- the, the funniest thing about this that I that um that he also that the pastor also mentioned during the sermon, but he's like, um, uh. He was talking about like in in the beginning of the story, like the twelve disciples, well, eleven disciples and Judas. <laughs> um, but like they're all like with Jesus, and they're all like they're all like they're they're all together and whatever. Um, and when that happens, the you have little faith. Why do you doubt? Um, he follows it up with um. After the we are doomed, he's like, he's like, he told that to Peter when Judas was in the group. <laughs> oh, wow. Out of all, Judas was there, and it's like, you're telling that to Peter? Hi. Yeah, that was powerful. It was it was hilarious. It was a great uh, sermon, but um. That's man. If he if he if he told um, you of little faith to Peter, we're yeah, we're all doomed. <laughs> yeah. But um, um, what's oh yeah, the uh, the next verse. There you go. Um, going back. Uh, Romans. Getting, diving Romans. Romans 12, 2. Don't, don't copy the behavior and the customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way, by changing the way you think. When you will w- then you will learn to know God's will for you. God, for then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. I, I, I don't think I have to say this, but for people who don't know, um, this was written by Paul <laughs> to the Romans, <laughs> the Roman Catholic church. 
Um, this this was, um, was, I'm, I'm, um, he's he's talking about the, uh, he's talking about, um, a living sacrifice to God, uh, starting off with, and so dear brothers and sisters, I plead to you to give your bodies to God because he has done because of all that he has done for you, let them be a living and holy sacrifice and the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. Bob, uh, what I just said to don't copy the behaviors of the world and customs in this world, but let them transfer you into a new person, changing the way you think the, and you will learn God, uh, to know God's will for you, which will be good and pleasing and perfect. Because of the privilege and authorities God has given me, I will give each of you this warning. Do not think you are better than you really are. Be honest in your evaluations of yourself, measuring yourself by the faith of God, by the faith God has given us, just as our bodies bodies have many parts and each has its own special function. So is the body, the, so is the Christ's body. And we're all moving parts of one body. Um, and we all belong to each other. There's a lot more in that, but I just wanted just to take that section because that's um, um, an important part of Romans 12. Um, especially the last part, um, the body of Christ. Um, which the body of Christ is us. It's every single believer. Um, just as, just as I, I love what, uh, I love what Paul is saying, how just as your arms, your body, your your arms, your chest, your legs, all of these have special functions. Um, they have, they, they're like, your hands have a purpose, your, your legs, your, your mouth, whatever. They all have a purpose. They all have a function. So do all of us. Um, we are many parts of one body um, and we all belong, belong to each other. Um, but uh, going back to to um, let but let God transform you into a person by changing by changing the way you think. There it is. That's the main part of the of why this verse is here. Yeah, clearly from this whole episode um, of this podcast, Faith Podcast, um, you really do know how important your mind is and contributes to your faith and everything. Your mind controls literally how you really comprehend and do everything, so... Constantly thinking about your past. If you're constantly thinking about other things, 
that aren't good for you, then you really can't go anywhere in life, really, with that. So, I think. Sorry. Well, I I think the main why this is is in the section of depression is if you let the devil control your thoughts, if you let him control how you think. That is good. Like you're, you're just all your thoughts are going to be filled with anxiety and worry, and that will bring you down to depression. All those mixed into one, definitely, definitely. So, is there anything else? No, I've said I've I've said my final thoughts. Unless you have any, I have two. Well, I sprinkled everything during this podcast. So, you do or you don't? I don't. Oh well, okay. Um, well, is there anything you want to reemphasize? That you've said before we leave. I mean, it's not really because, you know, I basically said everything during this podcast that I was thinking during it. So, yeah. All right. Um, this was a great start uh, to the new, um, uh, a great way to, this is a great miniseries to start with. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It really has been a good news here. And more next week. Um. Well, we're gonna close out in prayer. Dear, dear Heavenly Father, uh, thank you so much. Uh, or I just um. Lord, I pray for for the people watching, um, and me and Kenny here that you uh, you don't let the devil creep creep into our thoughts. You don't you you give us the ability and strength to block out the devil whenever he tries to get us down or discourage us or um, put doubt or fear or anything into into our our lives and our minds um because that's not what we want to be focused on lord we want to be focused on you we want to do your will we want to hear your word we want we want to devote our lives to you and we know that through you we can do anything we can beat the devil we can beat our thoughts we can beat anything that comes in our way through you, Lord. And I just, I pray to everyone out there, whoever's struggling with anything, any sort of like fear, doubt, worry, discouragement, um, anxiety, depression, 
that you bless them and you work in their lives because those those are the ones who need it the most thank you for everything this is all um, in this we praise and glorify your name amen Man, see you in the. We'll see you when we see you. Peace out, guys.